So this episode is the learnings and the lessons from Mr. Alfie Best. Now, first of all, what, what a man, what a guy. Um, what he has achieved in his life is nothing short of amazing. It's He's reached heights that, that many people will never, ever reach. He's a billionaire. You know, there's different figures online and, he, and there's various figures floating around if you research the guy, but 700, 750 million in assets, 93 mobile home parks, you know, caravan parks with 1,600, sorry, 16,000 residents. I mean, the income off that is, is, is just crazy. He's got commercial properties, still actively buying property. He's doing flips, he's doing rentals, he's doing all sorts of stuff. Um, what a man. And, and, and there's quite a few lessons to take from, from the podcast. So I would, I would definitely advise listening to the full episode. It's got to be one of the best that I've done so far. Um, but to give you an idea of some of the things, um, you know, at age 20, he bought a half a million pound house. So, you know, that you're talking about 30 odd years ago. So that's probably a 1.5-ish million pound house now. Um, and he bought that when he was age 20, starting from nothing, selling cars. So he was buying cars and then reselling them uh, for a profit. Um, he then went into mobile phones. He then built up a mobile phone uh, company with 17 stores and sold it to Vodafone. Um, and then he built up a, a commercial property empire as well. So um, the question when he the, the question that I asked him at this point is, you know, why does he scale so much and, and, and how does he scale so much? What's the reason he scales so much? Just to try and get some advice of the guy. And he just said that, He's a very passionate man and everything that he does, he, he injects pa passion into it. And I think that's just, you know, you can see that if you watch the video on YouTube or if you're listening to him on, on here, then you can hear it in his voice. He's just full of energy and full of passion. Um, he also said then when, when he sold the mobile phone company to Vodafone, he then started to buy mobile home parks. He said, up until that point, everything he'd ever done was he was chasing money. And he was worth about five million pounds, he said at this point. Um, when he was sort of age 30, worth about five million quid. And he said up, up until that point, he'd only ever chase money. But then after that, when he set up Wildcrest Parks, where he's went from five million pounds net worth to a billion pound plus net worth in 20 years, he said, you know, that. The reason why he, think, he thinks it's scaled so big so quickly is because he was following his passion. He's a passionate person in, in general for anything that he does, but Wildcrest Parks was his passion and is his passion. Uh, and I think that's because he says it himself, who better to sell a caravan than somebody who grew up in one? Um, he's very passionate about you know his mission of becoming the biggest mobile home park operator owner in the world he says he's on about 93 parks right now once he gets to to 100 he'll be halfway there so the biggest the biggest one must have 200 parks you know i've got no doubt alfie will get there um at 50 i think he is now 51 um he's still got quite a few years ahead of him i feel and and i don't think 
you can bet against him achieving that based on what he's done in his life. Um, he's just he's just a, a top top bloke. He's he's a fountain of knowledge. Some of the analogies that he that he talked about I found great. The one about the step ladder. So success is like a step ladder. So you can't jump straight at the top. You've got to go step by step by step. He said, sometimes the, the steps, the rungs on the ladder are rotten in the crack. Sometimes they snap off. Sometimes the, the really hard steps. Um, he said, you know, but no, but if you, if, if you step left or you step right, you're going to fall off. So don't get distracted. But he also said every once in a while, if you've done 10 steps, it's not the wrong with looking around and taking in the view. Um, and, and I think that's a great analogy because some, some people are just so focused on getting to the top of that ladder. They trample on every other rung and every step along the way. Fuck everyone else and just try and get to the top. Um, and they don't even stop to acknowledge or, or think about how far they've came. They're always just pushing for the top. So I think that's a great analogy. If you're like me, when he was saying that, you picture a ladder, don't you? You picture yourself stepping up the ladder. It's it's a great analogy. Um, he talked about loads of great stuff. I like the one where he talked about um, <clears throat> haters. He said, you're always going to have haters in your life and the more successful you become, you're going to just get more haters, more and more haters because... Um, they're out there. There's a lot of weirdos out there and people who he said he's he's actually got somebody who's who's who has a hate page online about him. Um which is just crazy, isn't it? I mean, why someone would take that much of their own time to set up a hate page. And this is somebody who's never even met. So it's it's just crazy. But he said, you know, as you become more successful, that this is it comes with the territory, you know, you, this, this is what happens. Don't let them bother you. you, just just you focus on you and keep moving forward up that ladder. Um, no good sailors were ever made in smooth seas. All the good sailors were made in rough seas. And again, that's another great analogy because you picture a sailor, when you picture a boat in choppy seas, if you sail in a boat in really rough waters, and rough seas, you're gonna, and you steady that ship and you get past the storm and past the rough seas, you're gonna be a you're gonna be more experienced and advanced than a sailor who's just sailed on calm seas, aren't you? Because nothing goes on when it's calm or, or when it's average. You're just sailing straight forward with no obstacles, no challenges along the way. And I think again, that's another great analogy. Um he talked about strategy in London which I found quite interesting so the property people listening most people me included interest only portfolio build and build and build as quick as you can um, buy something refurbish it refinance pull as much money out as you can straight in the next deal he doesn't do that he used to do it at the start but he's now at a different stage in his career obviously you know he's a, he's a very very wealthy man all of his mortgages and he said think he said about 80 million worth of debt worth of mortgages is on repayment i'd love to know what the repayments are on 80 million quid but uh, they're all on repayment um and he said what he'll do is he'll buy something as we all are familiar with the brr model buy something do some work to it refinance 
at 75% typically of the new volume. That's what I do because you pull out as, as much funds as you can. That's what a lot of people do. He said he'll buy something, do the work to it. He'll buy it cash, sorry. He'll buy something cash, do the work to it, and then he'll refinance at the purchase price only. So he's not pulling out the extra capital. He's just getting out the cost of the purchase, not the cost of the works. And then he puts it on a repayment mortgage and pays down the debt as quick as he can. Um, it's a different strategy that I've never heard before. Um, but, you know, at his stage, it, it is different. And it, it is maybe something for some people to consider as you grow and as you develop in your career and you progress, then this probably is something that you, you should consider because your options are, if it's interest only, when they come towards the end of the term, do you sell all the assets? Or do you pay it down as you go? Or do you pay do you sell some of them to then pay off the others off? Or do you try and pay it all off with repayment mortgages? It's, it's, you have to think about that strategy eventually. Uh, but if you're in the growth phase, you know, I don't think it's it's not something you need to consider right now, is it? Um, but it's an interesting one. Um, and just to finish, the, the last point that he said I think was really good also was um, ask everybody the question, Donna, which is, uh, what does being rich mean to you? And he said, um, being rich gives you choices and freedom, which in turn makes you happy. And he also said, and we all know that, um, you know, money by itself doesn't make you happy, but it gives you options, freedom and choices to, that makes you happy. You're certainly happier with freedom, options and choices than, than you are if you have none of them. Um, but he also said, having lots and lots of money does not make you right. And I thought, wow, that's a really good point. We probably all know somebody who's wealthy, who's a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> Um, excuse my language, but we'll probably know one, right? And we'll probably know somebody who just thinks because I've got money or because I'm really successful or because I've done really well over the years and whatever that they do, they just think that they're always right, that the world owes them something, everybody else is below them, they need to do what they say, everyone needs to do what they say because they're right and they've got loads of money. I definitely know some people like that, and I've definitely came across some of them over the years. Um, but having lots of money does not make you right. And I think that was a really, really um, good point. It's, it's something I've never heard said before. And I think he's spot on. So um, I could go on and on and on. Please listen to the full episode. Um, if you haven't already, fantastic. Um, give me some feedback. Uh, do some reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would be much appreciated. Uh, and also tag us on Instagram, do a post about it. That would also be fantastic and much appreciated. Have a fantastic day. Don't just take notes, take action.